is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. At a campaign rally in New Hampshire yesterday, former President Trump saluted the veterans in the crowd, and he criticized the Biden administration's chaotic military withdrawal from Afghanistan in 2021. Incredible what happened. You don't take the military out first, you take the military out last, right? And, and about 10 other things that we could name. You don't give up Bagram, and you leave from Bagram, not from the place they left from. Couldn't breathe. It was so tight, so crazy, so horrible what they did. The veterans who have served this nation in uniform enlisted their lives in defense of their families, our freedom, and our great American flag. Polls indicate that Mr. Trump is well ahead of all GOP contenders, and at least a couple of polls put him ahead of President Biden as well. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager isn't sure he recognizes his country. University of Chicago reports that 30 million Americans believe violence is justified to keep Trump from the presidency. Mm, it's one out of every 10 of my fellow Americans. To think that I, I share this country with such people is difficult. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Inside your 1 o'clock hour this Sunday afternoon here on AM 1280 The Patriots. Stay tuned. You're moments away from the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Brad Carlson in moments. But first, a quick look at your weather forecast from the Genovations Regen Weather Center. Partly sunny today, then gradually sunny for the day, high in the mid-50s. Tonight's low around 35 with clear skies. Leading into Monday, more sunshine, high around 56 degrees. It's AM 1280 The Patriots. Stay tuned. Brad Carlson with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280, the Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280, the Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, folks, we have a very guest-intensive broadcast today, so why don't we get right into it? Uh, we are honored to be joined right out of the shoot by Jeff Allen, Jeff Allen, a comedian uh, whose rapid-fire humor centers on marriage and family and is a hit with all ages. And speaking of Jeff, of course, he is going to be in town this Thursday, November 16th, at Celebration Church in Lakeville. 
So, folks, you can go right to am1280thepatriot.com if you are interested in getting tickets to this show. It is uh, definite to uh, be a fun evening out, that is for certain. So, without further ado, we are honored to welcome to the broadcast the aforementioned comedian, Jeff Allen. Jeff, good to be joined by you today, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm a little intimidated. I heard the promo for the station is intelligent radio. On the, I don't need that kind of pressure, man. I really don't. Uh, uh, Jeff, no, I, tell I, corporate, I, I tell corporate. Yeah, I tell corporate audiences all the time when I open my show. If you learn anything from me tonight, you completely misunderstood it. Fair, <laughs> no, fair enough. Well, you know, Jeff, I, yeah. like I say, we. Uh, uh, that they you know that's something that we uh, definitely draw the listeners into, and uh, we're glad you could be joined by us. And I've listened. You're very modest, first of all, Jeff. I've listened to uh, some of your humor coming up with some of the stuff that you do. Uh, it definitely takes uh, uh, a modicum of creativity, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, well, you've been very transparent, very open about your family life, talking about uh, your, your two sons are now grown and are husbands themselves, and and have kids. Uh, what do they, how do they react to uh, them being such an integral part of your stand-up act? Are they a little cringy, embarrassing? Are they, are they okay with it? Uh, what's their general reaction? Well, they know they're going to inherit the money, so they don't care. <laughs> it's a, people ask, you know, my wife, uh, is, first of all, I used to ask, is she aware of what you say? And I go, no, she thinks I'm a bricklayer. You know, she's never seen the show, <laughs> you know. All she ever asks is, hey, uh, did the check clear? That's all she asks. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, that's a yeah, and like I say, uh, is that uh, so? As you're putting together th- this set list, uh, do you ever uh, run this by your family? Do you ever kind of give them a heads up, or you just kind of tell them, ah, wait and see, wait and see? Well, <clears throat> there's been a couple. I have a, a new uh, new one. I was a little worried about. Uh, I talk about my wife coming out of the bedroom one night. Uh, she's got her hair up in a bun. She's got 12 or 14 creams and oils on her. She's wearing a flannel shirt. She's got sweatpants on that she's had for 10 years. And she says, pause the TV. I need to I need to talk to you. Anyway, I pause the TV. She says, you just don't touch me at night like you used to. <laughs> I looked and said, I don't know how I missed it, sweetheart. That outfit you're wearing just screams touch me. So anyway, I was worried about that one because I, I, I didn't want her to think, in that state, I didn't find her attractive. I just found her not, you know, wanting is what I, uh, I told her. You know, if you want my attention, you just got to leave the bedroom wearing uh, nothing but one of my dress shirts, and you got me. You know, <laughs> I'm sure she appreciated that uh, clarification. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I just said, you know, I'm, I'm a simple animal, man. Just come out wearing nothing. <laughs> You know, and it doesn't work the other way. Uh, you know, if I come out of the bedroom with nothing on and one of her blouses, it just doesn't seem to. A, a grabber, yeah. Is what I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, uh, given the nature of your job, Jeff Allen, obviously it requires uh, a, a lot of time on the road. And as you alluded to, you know, wife and, and two kids. And like you say, your your sons are fully grown now, and husbands and fathers themselves. Uh, how yes. are you? How are you able to balance uh, that particular lifestyle, being on the road constantly? And let's be honest, a lot of time away from your family. Uh, did, did you ever feel like? You were missing out, or did you feel like, hey, in the long oh run, this would be gosh. worth it? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Share with yeah. us. Yeah, I, uh, I feel it now with my grandchildren because I have been more involved in my grandchildren's lives than I was in my own children's lives, mm-hmm. you know, and there, there is a um, uh, you know a lot of regret. I missed a lot of, you know, firsts, you know. They took their first steps today. You know, I was out of town for that, you know, and uh, the, the first time they said – 
I remember recently, well, it wasn't recently, my granddaughter's 10 now, but uh, so seven, eight, whatever, she was like under two. And the first time she said my name, Papa, you know, um, it just, it brought me to tears. You know, she just, you know, sitting in a bathtub and Tammy goes, who is that? And she looks at me and goes, Papa, you know, it's just like, it was so powerful, you know, and uh, I was talking to somebody the other day who's a new grandparent and I, you always ask, what's your grandparent name? What, you know, what do they call you? And um, it's important because it carries with the rest of your life. You know, what's cute on a two-year-old doesn't sound so good on a 30-year-old, you know. Right. So uh, Tammy and I sat down one afternoon, and she she says, I'm gonna, I don't want to be grandma, I think. And so she chose Mimi, and she looked at me, and she says, have you thought about it? I said, yeah, I want to be called El Jefe. That's what I want, you know. Okay. <laughs> I just thought it would be so cool to have a five-year-old yelling in the mall, El Jefe, you know. <laughs> And she wouldn't let me do it, so I'm Papa. Okay. But, uh, yeah. The balancing of of all of it. Tammy will be. I was, as a matter of fact, I was in Minnesota last September, a year ago, doing a movie, oh. and um, we we got into an argument on the phone. Uh, I was there for a couple of weeks on location. Elk River was where we shot it. Okay. And um, um, she, we get into an argument on the phone. I said, "What is going on with you?" She says, "Don't hate me for missing you." And I thought, wow, that's a country lyric. You know, we should, <laughs> we should we should flush this out. Maybe we get some real mailbox money for a change, you know. But anyway, I called my manager when I hung up. I said, stop booking me for the rest of the year. He goes, I'm way ahead of you, man. I stopped in August. Um, I knew you were getting really t- – t- Tammy determines today, my wife Tammy determines uh, the, the, how much work I do in the quantity. And we just came back from a cruise. We were out with Governor Mike Huckabee for 10 days in Europe. Mm. And those kind of things that uh, I'm able to barter my services for um, kind of refuel us. And, you know, uh, we, you know we, we enjoy our time apart. I think you, you couldn't be married to someone who doesn't at least understand, you know, that they, they don't mind being alone for a while. You know, it's not easy. You know, um, well, not everybody could live it. Um, yeah, I, I definitely can't imagine. I, I guess uh, this particular career, obviously, to, to say the least, uh, it, it is your job. It is your source of income, certainly unconventional as employment, as as jobs go. I guess, Jeff Allen, how did you uh, how did you determine this as a career path? And what was there a defining moment in your life that this was became a career path for you? Yeah, I got married. You know, I was seven or eight years, I was seven or eight years into it. And I, I, I write. I got a new book out called "Are We There Yet?" And okay. I write about this. Uh, write about this in the book. But it was like, yeah. I mean, if you're, if I was an alcoholic and a drug addict, so if you, if you like to sleep, you would look for a job in a mattress factory. And I like to drink, so I found a job in a bar that I could do. And um, about eight years into it, I, you know, I'm headlining comedy clubs, but I'm spending all the money on booze and drugs. And I got married, and I realized, man, I better take this seriously. Mm. I got two kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I literally doubled my income the first year uh, of being married, and um, I I learned something that I do well under stress and panic. Um, and uh, my son came to me uh, a while back. He said uh, he lost his job, and he said to me, "Dad, I'm scared." And I go, "Good." I'm glad. I said I'd worry if you weren't, right. but here's the good news. Our DNA is wired for panic, so you'll you'll do fine, man. And he got a job about four days later. Oh, that's um, great. But it's not one, you know, you're not going to go into a high school and you're going to have a table set up for 
stand-up comedian on career day. You right. Know? Um, well, I remember those. Yeah, those. I remember career days. I don't know if they have much anymore, but, yeah, I don't recall seeing a table uh, for that. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it probably upset some group, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I guess with your with your with your stand up act, obviously you're talking very transparently about your family, and given the fact that uh, a lot of the venues where you do perform are houses of faith, churches, and whatnot, do you kind of intertwine uh, your faith story with your comedy, Jeff Allen? Yeah, I will. Um, as a matter of fact, the book, you know, um, I always tell church audiences if you can get through the first chick six chapters of my life um, without killing yourself. It's actually an uplifting tale. And um, yeah, I got uh, captured. Uh, I, I started in a 12 step program. So um, mm-hmm. they said, find a higher power. And that really, I was probably uh, a, a pretty heavy nihilist, you know? So mm-hmm. uh, this concept of, 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 a, of a higher being was kind of foreign to me, but it really just kind of set me off. Okay. Does God exist? And if he does, what does that look like? And, uh, you know, it took me through philosophy and, you know, anyway, when I met the man that put the Bible in my hands, I was reading Ayn Rand, I think at the time. And, uh, I've often said, if I wasn't a Bible believing Christian, I'd probably be an Ayn Rand objectivist, you know? Um, and, and it's interesting. I read, I read her before I became a believer it was so blown away with Atlas Shrugged. I just said, this is amazing. I read it like 10 years later, or 15 years later, when, when Obama got elected, because I wanted to know what we were looking for in the future. Sure. And uh, uh, I realized it's just, there were no children in it. There were no colors. There were no, no joy. It was just straight reason and logic. And I thought, man, that's, it's not a way to live. You know? So uh, Christ seems to fill in those gaps of of where reason and logic doesn't fit more existentially to me like love you know um you know if you ask somebody what they love about their wife they will tell you uh you know tangible things and you'd go well i can find someone pretty or more intelligent that funny or whatever and you go no but i i want to be with this one why well there's something that draws me to her you know and then after 37 years there's a lot that draws me to her i mean i can't remember a thing without her right right (laughs) Yeah, I told uh, told her recently. I said every conversation we have now turns into a game of charades. You know, <laughs> we keep trying to put pieces together of uh, of our of our lived experiences. So I need her until I uh, until I go home. You know. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah. Once again, we are joined by uh, Jeff Allen, comedian, going to be performing this Thursday at Celebration Church at in Lakeville. Again, go to am1280thepatriot.com if you'd like to get tickets to the show. I mean, if you like what you've heard from Jeff in this particular appearance, as well as the myriad ads that we run in the station, you're definitely going to want to check it out. And the good news, Jeff Allen, you know, here in Minnesota, uh, when it gets to be mid-November, it's it's kind of hit or miss what the weather's going to be like. I think you're going to be uh, uh, close to about uh, 60 degrees and sunny, so uh, you're welcome, I guess, wow. in advance. Might be, might be bringing my <laughs> golf clubs. You could. Hey. You could. I could bring the sticks. I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, just kind of give you a hint. The mosquitoes are gone. The mosquitoes are gone. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've been there in the summer, man. They get, uh, they can carry you away. They literally <laughs> could carry you away. They're pretty large. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, Jeff Allen, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, look forward to uh, seeing you in uh, this Thursday Celebration Church in uh, Lakeville. And uh, have a great uh, rest of your weekend. And we appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you, Bradley. Have a great day, man.
1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast in mere moments. Go nowhere. Well, I heard you cry loud. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. I want to take a moment and think of one thing that you really wanted to do recently, but you did not because your back, leg, or foot pain got in the way. Mike Max here for the Goodfeed Store. Well, you're not alone. We hear it all the time. Folks fed up with living with the pain that's been keeping them from doing what they love, looking to Goodfeet for a solution. Goodfeet is here to help you get back out there. Goodfeet are supports from the Goodfeet store. They're designed to alleviate, even eliminate back, hip, and foot pain, plus provide improved balance, more comfort, and, well, a better life in general. Let Goodfeet show you how. They can help turn your pain into possibilities with a free fitting at the Goodfeet store. You'll be personally fit by an art support specialist, and you'll walk around, see how they feel. Then you decide if they're right for you before you buy. With three Twin Cities locations, there's likely one just a hop, skip, and uh, you know what from you. Call 855-554-3338 today or schedule online at goodfeet.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month. And that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 888-SHARE-19. That's 888-SHARE-19. 888-SHARE-19. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. You always got to do the cowbell motion, don't you? Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also reach out via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. 
And you can also check us out at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. And you can check us out there. As always, our good friend Wild Wilson joins us from Texas, uh, wishing us a good afternoon. And good afternoon to you, too, Wild. I think we might be rivaling some Texas weather this week, Wild. Uh, we're going to be in the 60s, like I was telling our previous guests. So, um, of course, down there in Texas, they might be in the 70s. So they, I think they, they probably still have a speed, but whatever the case. And I was saying to uh, Spencer, my board op off air, that if Jeff Allen comes to town this week and shoots the best round of golf in his life, I am taking full credit. Okay, because he was fully expecting to be mid-November in Minnesota. Wow, that's got to be 20, 30 degrees. No, it's going to be like 60 degrees this Thursday. So I'm just saying, uh, if he does shoot a great round, his best round, I, I'm, I'm taking full credit. That's all That's all I can tell you. But, uh, in fact, I, I apologize, folks. Our previous guest, comedian Jeff Allen, I forgot to give you his website, jeffallencomedy.com. That's A-L-L-E-N, and that's how to spell his last name, jeffallencomedy.com. And again, folks, go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the banner, Advertising Jeff's Show, for this Thursday, November 16, again, taking place at uh, Celebration Church in Lakeville. You're not going to want to miss it. I mean, I was just laughing hysterically (laughs) talking to him that first segment. So uh, good stuff, as always. We appreciate, uh, again, Jeff joining the show. Uh, I find it kind of difficult to pivot to this next topic, given that, you know, we enjoyed some some laughs and some smiles the first segment. But, you know, the reality is when we talk, when we're a news analysis show here. And when we have to pivot to some real world events, let's be honest, it's 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 pretty difficult to find something to glom onto that is that is joyful, you know, Uh when it comes to a national news circumstances, I mean, I get happiness comes from a totally different source. I understand that, and I know a lot of my listeners understand that. But it really is uh, <clears throat> difficult to read some of what's going on out there. And, of course, a lot of what's going on in America, people are reacting viscerally to what's happening in Israel, particularly with the Israeli-Hamas uh, war. And we're... Five weeks removed, or actually, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's five weeks removed now from the Hamas terrorist attack on Israel, killing 1,400 of their citizens at least, which, again, given a per ca- on a per capita basis, that's equivalent to, like, multiple 9-11s here in the United States. And unfortunately, as I was talking about, Last week, it seems to have given permission for the anti-Semites to come out en masse. And I don't know or nor do I, I don't know if they if they are aware or even care about how they're coming off. But unfortunately, it's almost as if they're given cover by the Biden administration. Because we talked about it last week with the rise in anti-Semitism and, you know, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, asked about it a couple, three weeks ago. Hey, are you concerned? Is the administration concerned about the rise of anti-Semitism? And she she was very dismissive of it. Well, you know, we 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 don't know about that. I mean, there's 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 narratives out there. We 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 you know what? We don't know about that. There hasn't been any confirmed increases in anti-Semitism. But oh, 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 Islamophobia. Well, you know. That's a different story. We got to be we got to be wary of the increase in Islamophobic uh, uh, behavior and sentiments out there. And again, I'm not trying to be dismissive 
of any situation where there are Muslims that are being accosted because of what Hamas does. That is unacceptable, full stop. I'll just say it. But this idea that those incidents are on par with anti-Semitic incidents, uh, I, I don't think it's square. It definitely doesn't exceed anti-Semitic incidents. And yet, you have the Biden administration basically implying that very thing, throwing full focus on it. You had the, the vice president, Kamala Harris, just over a week ago record a like five, six-minute video from her official VP page and putting it out there saying, you know, we're very concerned about the rise in Islamophobia. And the president, whatever whatever dorky intern is running the president's official Twitter feed, the same thing. But the fact of the matter is, uh, according to this piece by Ari Bluff, Ari Blaff at the at National Review, um, anti-Semitic hate crime in New York City has surged 200 percent over the same period last year. And again, this is from Ari Blaff, National Review. Despite overall crime declining in New York City in October, hate crimes against the Jewish community jumped by over 200 percent compared to the same period last year. In the weeks following Hamas's surprise terror attack on Israel, the New York Police Department's Hate Crime Task Force registered a 214% spike in anti-Jewish incidents compared to the same period last year. Again, this is according to an NYPD press release. Hate has no place in our city. In the last month, I have sat down repeatedly with Jewish leaders and heard them voice fears to wear a yarmulke, Mayor Eric Adams said in a statement in response to the uptick. And while we've seen fewer hate crimes overall across the city this year, our Jewish neighbors are being targeted more and more just on the basis of their faith. That is unacceptable, and it's why the New York Police Department is surging resources to synagogues, houses of worship, and key locations in communities across the entire city to ensure that they are safe and that our city remains a place of peace. Jewish New Yorkers have reported being spat on and harassed on the subway. Jewish students at local colleges have been mobbed by pro-Palestinian protesters and, at least in the case of Cooper Union, forced to seek shelter in a library. And in upstate New York, a Cornell student was arrested for threatening to massacre Jews on campus. I, I, I mean... Words really fail at this point. How this has just continued to be glossed over to the point where, in some circles, it's almost accepted. It's almost an acceptable form of bigotry because people use the you know the the Jewish trope, well, the you know the typical Jewish uh, slander and. and anti-Semitic tropes. Well, you know, they, they control everything in this country. It's hard to be anti-Semitic against people control all these. Uh, you know, the same old anti-Semitic tropes about how the uh, how Jewish people control the banks and the entertainment industry and everything. Well, we shouldn't be a lot farther. I mean, seriously, that's how it's glossed over in some circles. And now, because the, because the Biden administration is fearing losing support of prominent Muslim and Islamic voter blocs 
all of a sudden he's kind of walked back his initial reaction to standing in full support of Israel. It's despicable. And we're, we're, for so for Corrine Jean-Pierre, uh, someone, some enterprising White House correspondent might want to point her to these statistics because just two weeks ago she said, well, we, we don't really have any credible evidence to rise of anti-Semitism. Well, here, here you go. Here you go. There it is right here. Just New York, New York City alone. You know, again, I'm I'm all for free speech in this country. If I'm all for protests where people want to stand in solidarity with Palestine. And heck, if they even want to stand in solidarity, if they want to flat out say they're standing in solidarity with Hamas, I begrudgingly uh, say, okay, fine, you can you can express yourself that way. I find that utterly despicable. But here's the thing. Any pro-Israel or pro-Jewish protesters, what they what they have to endure, what they have to go through, just standing up for what they believe in. They they don't they aren't afforded the same courtesy. And I you know, I again I, I've said I pre- I probably said this each and every week since the October seven terror attacks. There are plenty of innocent Palestinians who want no part of this and would love very much to leave their area, but they're being held back at gunpoint by Hamas. So Hamas can try to win the propaganda war. And they Hamas sets up operations in hospitals. So if the Israeli military tries to, you know, retort and respond to the terror attacks, then Hamas... You know, tries to win the propaganda war. And you know what? You've got major media outlets citing Hamas data, false, turns out false data, on the number of Palestinians killed. So all of a sudden Hamas has complicity in some major media outlets. Absolutely despicable. So uh, the Biden administration can bury their heads in the sand all they want, but the fact of the matter is there is a rise in anti-Semitism, and we need to address it post-haste. Brad Carlson, the Closer, back with another segment in mere moments. Go nowhere. We were together since we were five. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pragertopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pragertopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, Pragertopia Unlimited. Go to Pragertopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help. 
help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Better, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And don't forget, we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Excuse me. You can check that out there as well. Leave a comment or question. And as always, we are we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we did have uh, some elections this past Tuesday. Odd year election, so typically uh, there's not a lot that's going on nationally now. States like Mississippi and Kentucky and Virginia had some had some big races. Kentucky and Mississippi uh, for governor, and in Virginia you had the uh, House of Delegates, as well as the State Senate up for election, because those those kind of run on odd years. And uh, and also Ohio had a uh, life amendment on the ballot where basically it was to vote whether or not to enshrine abortion into the Ohio state constitution. And overwhelmingly, uh, those who got out to vote in Ohio voted yes to enshrine abortion into the state constitution. This is what we talked about in the Dobbs decision that was handed down by the U.S. Supreme Court. I guess this has been almost a year and a half ago now, where basically the there was no federal the techn, there was no federal right to abortion as had been ruled by the Supreme Court almost fifty years before that and that the issue was best left up to the states. 
And a lot of pro-lifers knew this. This has been a battle they've been fighting for uh, more than a generation, multiple generations. And they signaled, okay, this is a this is a good thing. This is the correct legal decision that the court has handed down. But now the fight is just beginning. And let's be honest, uh, it has not gone well for the pro-life community. I mean, we here in Minnesota know that all too well, where the state legislature this past session passed into law basically abortion on demand right up until just before birth. There, there are no restrictions on abortion whatsoever here in the state of Minnesota. It's kind of mirroring the radical laws that are that you see like in New York and Colorado and California. Now Ohio has enshrined it in their constitution. So now you have you have myriad reactions to this. It's like should the Republican Party abandon pro-life politics given that it seems the sentiment lies with the pro-abortion side. They can call it pro-choice all they want, but you know, whenever someone declares himself pro-choice, the vast majority prefer abortion. Let's just be honest about it. And so the talk is, well, shall we, you know, should the Republicans kind of punt on the issue? And absolutely not. For the very simple reason Where are pro-life voters going to go? You still have people out there where the life issue is still a very important issue. And in some cases, it's the only issue that brings them to electoral politics. So if you're going to decide to alienate all these pro-life voters, the the obvious question is, who are you going to replace them with? So maybe the strategy needs to be different. Obviously, the strategy needs to be different because ever since the Dobbs decision was handed down, I don't recall any major pro-life victories. I get it. There are some states that have passed heartbeat bills where prohibits abortion beyond when a heartbeat is first detected, which is typically six weeks. Well, now you're getting some people who may have been, uh, you know, kind of on the fence about the abortion issue saying six weeks vast majority of women don't even know they're pregnant at at six weeks. And you're trying to tell us when they, when they find out that they're going to have to carry the baby to term again, this, I I'm not saying this is my position. I'm just saying this is the reaction that some people who are on the fence about life are giving. And the way I've always looked at it is myself being a person of faith. I, I believe Life does begin at conception, and as a result, it transcends politics because obviously we can't make laws based on our religion, on our faith. I understand that. And my tact has always been they if it ever gets to a point where you know Democrats have an opportunity to enshrine abortion at the national level you know, in the, in the U.S. Constitution or, or whatever, or pass a law and signed into law, obviously, by a Democrat president, if it ever gets to a point where they have a national abortion law where basically there are no restrictions, I still say that there is a fight that needs to be had. And that, quite simply, is for hearts and minds. And Dennis Prager, you know, he was in town um, 
trying to think when that was. I think last this past August for the Patriot event. And look, he still firmly believes that pro-life is still a very important issue for political conservatives, and we still should fight to have the most amenable laws to our political beliefs. But at the end of the day, regardless of what laws there are, I mean, just because there's these radical pro-abortion laws in California and Colorado, New York, here and here in Minnesota, and now in Ohio, are we going to stop standing up for life? Absolutely not. It's really all about winning hearts and minds, and you could and you can tell where some Democrats are on this position. When I say some Democrats, I mean the vast majority of them. You can tell where they are on this issue because you know the Republicans knew they were up against it in this minute last Minnesota legislative session, so they were offering myriad amendments. Democrats turned them all down, and Democrats even turn their back on funding for pregnancy resource centers, which basically is a place where women who are pregnant don't want to abort their baby, but also know that they're in no position to be a parent. And so we really need to start looking at those areas. But even that's taboo for elected Democrats. So again, we who are pro-lifers, we we have to get we may get to a point where it tran- has to transcend politics. And again, I say that I don't care what laws are are passed. Well, I do care, obviously. I I, I prefer that Minnesota's law, basically abortion up to birth. I wish it weren't that way. I I, I was devastated when that happened and watching it unfold. Absolutely, but I also know that. There is never a time to give up on this. So this is what we were looking at this past Tuesday. And again, uh, this was kind of also a um, what Eric Erickson, conservative commentator, dubbed uh, a Rorschach test for how you see the Republican Party. I mean, you had one segment talk about, well, only Trump candidates can win, uh, ex- and except only Trump candidates lose. I mean, in Kentucky... You had Daniel Cameron, who wrapped himself in the MAGA banner. Okay, Daniel Cameron was a Republican candidate for governor, going against uh, incumbent Andy Bashir, and Daniel Cameron lost. Whereas the Secretary of State, Michael Adams, who was, who said the 2020 election was not stolen, he got I think north of 60 percent of the vote. So in Kentucky, being pro MAGA. Nothing but mega. That that was a sure sure loser. Whereas in Mississippi, you had uh, the governor down there who was uh, running for reelection. Governor Tate Reeves wasn't very popular, and from what I understand, ran a bad campaign. However, he fully wrapped himself in the in the mega banner, like Daniel Cameron did in Kentucky. But what was a loser in Kentucky actually dragged Tate Reeves across the finish line in Mississippi, and he was reelected. And then I'll read this quick excerpt from Eric Erickson's piece. In Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, Governor Glenn Youngkin, and the Republicans ran a flawless campaign and wound up not just failing to capture the state Senate, but losing the state House, something no one saw coming. The Democrats in that state ran on a campaign of their willingness to work with Youngkin, who was hugely popular. They also attacked every Republican as an election denier and MAGA. It worked. So what I think you're seeing here is 
as Eric Erickson points out in this piece, the end of the National Republican Party and that it's basically become regional. What might work in some areas of the country won't work in others. And we've seen that Georgia and Arizona in particular are reliably red states in presidential elections until Donald Trump runs as the Republican candidate for president. He barely won those states in 2016 and then lost them both in 2020. And then you saw candidates who wrapped themselves in the MAGA banner in those states, you know, uh, Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake in 2022, and then Herschel Walker, who ran against Raphael Warnock also in 2022, both lost. You know, Herschel Walker running for Senate out of Georgia, Carrie Lake running for Arizona governor, both lost. Blake Masters, same thing. And this is a problem I see forward because you get pro-Trump Republicans who will turn out to vote for their candidates in the primary. You know, especially if it's more than if it's like a three or four four person Republican primary, you have the MAGA candidate who will get all the MAGA votes and then the other three candidates kind of split amongst the rest of the Republican electorate. Boom, you get the MAGA candidate as Republican candidate. But Trump candidates are terrible with independents, including Trump himself. So this is this is a a needle that needs to be thread going forward, and I don't know how you do it because the idea you know the the idea is that twenty twenty four I think will kind of be the main indicator. And again, I'll finish up with this uh, piece from Eric Erickson. At this point, the only way to fix the GOP is to get through twenty twenty four. Either Trump will be the nominee or not. If he is not. The GOP has a chance to reset with a new face in charge who can assemble a broader coalition. If Trump is the nominee and wins, it suggests doom for the GOP in the 2026 midterms because we now have multiple midterms where Trump voters do not turn out to vote except for Trump. But in the meantime, it would be a win for the presidency, which the GOP will take. If Trump loses the presidency in 24. The GOP gets to fight over the rubble and will find a new standard uh, bearer to rebuild the party in their image. The problem, however, is that if Trump loses, he and his supporters will again insist it was stolen, and his supporters will also demand the future standard bearer be close enough to Trump that whoever it is further alienates suburban white voters, possibly without being able to replace those voters with non-white working class voters. See, we've seen this. We've seen kind of this demographic shift in the Trump era, where the not the uh, working class voters, whether white or non-white, have shifted to the GOP. But suburban voters, particularly suburban white women, have gone away from the GOP. And you know, the life issue certainly is part of it. But obviously, Trump himself has alienated a lot of those, a lot of that demographics as well. So you've seen that shift, and we've seen it here in Minnesota. I mean, you think about it, Congressional Districts 7 and 8 were reliably Democrat for decades, and you had Districts 2 and 3, the metropolitan area districts, were reliably Republican. And now it's the exact opposite, where 7 and 8 will probably be vote Republican for as long as, as for the foreseeable future. CD3 seems to be strong Democrat now. Now, CD2 looks to be still the swing district, Angie Craig, Kind of, uh, extra, she's kind of put out her moderate chops there, so she's able, she's been able to win CD two. 
but but we're seeing that right here in Minnesota. So again, how the GOP navigates these difficult waters, I, I have no idea. Uh, I I just don't know because if Trump wins in 2024, again, it's almost worse for for the Republicans because he's going to be essentially neutered unless the Republicans take over the House. I believe the Republicans will take the Senate in 2024. They may lose the House. And then in 26, uh, they may fall into a further deficit in the House because I believe the Democrats will probably pick it up then. And then then what? So uh, this is going to be a, a very interesting needle for them to thread. I don't know how they do it going forward because, again, as Eric points out in his piece here, the GOP is mostly a series of regional parties with conflicting views where Trump-style candidates cost races in suburban white areas and non-Trump candidates cost elections in exurban and rural areas. So how you thread that needle, again, I have no idea. I'm no political consultant. I'm just an observer. But uh, that is going to be a big challenge going forward. And what a shame because there's a great opportunity here because Biden Joe Biden, President Joe Biden is facing record unpopularity at this point. So 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN show. Or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Awake at night with constant pain? Looking for a lasting natural solution not involving surgery or narcotics? Experience healing with Genovations Regen. They locate your pain and tailor a plan unique to you. Search Genovations Regen. That's G-E-N-O-V-A-T-I-O-N-S Regen. As a mom, comforting my family is what I do best. Vicks Vapo Stick provides soothing, non-medicated Vicks Vapors in an easy-to-apply stick. And it dries fast, so there's no mess. I use it to comfort myself. <sighs> And my family. <sighs> Thanks, Mom. Vicks Vapo Stick, soothing comfort for the whole family. And when you need more comfort for yourself, try Vicks Vapo Shower for steamy Vicks Vapors. Use as directed. Vapo Stick for use ages four and up. Vapo Shower use for adults only. Look out, world, we're getting strong. The future's here and we belong. She can step, she can do more. Like build a rocket and watch it soar. Clean the oceans and make the world a better place. Cure. something new. There's no challenge in the world that she can face. She can STEM. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. Hey, it's Michelle Tafoya, and I'm going to share with you a best-kept secret I only recently learned about. Furniture Manor of Osseo, one of the metro area's hidden gems. Furniture Manor is a family-owned furniture store that's been a beloved and trusted fixture in the Osseo community since 1969, and their time-tested reputation is a testament to their craft and commitment to their customers. What makes Furniture Manor special is their huge selection of furniture, from classic to contemporary, from American-made brands like Smith Brothers, 
brothers, Lexington and Flexsteel. And with hundreds of different fabrics, styles, and finishes, they can help you design a home that reflects your style and personality. And their professionals are ready to help you achieve that. So if you're looking to create a comfortable and refined living space with the help of experts who genuinely want you to be happy, Furniture Manor of Osseo is the Metro's best kept secret that you won't want to keep to yourself any longer. And Furniture Manor is easy to find just off Highway 169 in Osseo. Stop in today and get in on the secret. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Yeah, we got a few minutes if you'd like to weigh in, 651-289-4488. You can also uh, check us out on Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And as always, we thank you so much for tuning in. I did see this blurb from Alpha News that they put out on uh, Twitter just before noon today. Uh, Don Samuels announces a 2024 rematch against Representative Ilhan Omar in Minnesota's 5th Congressional District primary. Uh, Again, this is a press release today. Don Samuels officially declared his candidacy for the 2024 Democrat primary in Minnesota's 5th Congressional District. The race is a rematch of the 2022 campaign where Samuels came within two percentage points of defeating the incumbent Representative Ilhan Omar. So... If you recall, back in the 2022 primary, and I've talked about this a lot, Ilhan Omar barely escaped defeat. And let's be honest, you know, the DFL primary is basically the general election in the 5th Congressional District. Whomever wins that primary is going to be elected. It's a D plus 22 at least district. Uh, But Ilhan Omar always underperforms nationally. In fact, Uh, President Biden, when he won there in 2020, I think he won by like 65 points, whereas Ilhan Omar, I think she won by about 28, 27, 28. Okay, so do the math. That's almost that's underperforming the top of the ticket by about 30 plus points, almost 40 points. Okay, that was the largest underperformance in a down ballot race from the top of the ticket, in this case, uh, Joe Biden running for president in 2020. But because she has a D next to her name, she's obviously going to win the majority of the votes. Well, I've talked about this a lot, and this was the great regret from 2022 that Doug Wardlow ran in a primary against the endorsed Republican candidate for attorney general, Jim Schultz. Because, you know, again, you know how primaries work. If you vote in a primary, you have to vote party lines. So if you're going to vote in a GOP primary, you can only vote for GOP races on your ballot. Because I'm sure a lot of Republicans in CD5 would have loved to seen Ilhan Omar ousted and would have voted for Don Samuels. 
But they also knew the importance of ensuring that Jim Schultz was the candidate going forward in the attorney general's race against Keith Ellison because Doug Wardlow, we already tried that, and he lost in 2018 against a candidate, Keith Ellison, running for the first time and fresh off domestic abuse charges. And so it was time to get get a better candidate, and that case was Jim Schultz. So a lot of Republicans, you know, as much as they would have loved to have voted in the Democrat primary, said, well, we've got to ensure that Jim Schultz is the, is the candidate for attorney general. Well, this time around, there really isn't going to be any GOP races of consequence as far as the GOP primary. Yeah, there's going to be probably multiple candidates looking to be the Republican candidate to oppose Amy Klobuchar. Who they will be, I have no idea, because I don't know that anybody's even stepped forward or even anybody has talked about challenging Amy Klobuchar, because let's be honest, Amy Klobuchar, uh, uh, she's basically bulletproof in this state. No, I I mean, of the 80, I think there's 87 counties in Minnesota. She's won 85 of them. and, And by the way, if you know which two counties Amy Klobuchar has not won in her previous statewide elections, I'd like to know which those which those are. Because I might move there. Just kidding. Just kidding. My wife is panicking. Just kidding. So the point is, is that this time. There are going to be plenty of Republicans that will in CD5 who will vote in the Democrat primary, and the majority of them, I dare say the vast majority of them, will vote for Don Samuels. So the fact he missed out by two points in 2022, this could be very well be the year where Ilhan Omar is sent packing, and given a lot of the anti-Semitic sentiments that she's conveyed in the aftermath of the terrorist attack on Israel, Yeah, there are a lot of people eager to see her gone, that is for sure. So, folks, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments with me, Brad Carlson, on AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back in a few. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. It takes teamwork to stay safe on Minnesota roads during the winter. You can help. When you see snowplows at work, slow down. Slower speeds can save lives. Don't crowd the plow and leave plenty of space between yourself and other vehicles. Keep your headlights on to see and be seen. Avoid distractions and always stay alert behind the wheel. This message brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Transportation, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Everything is expensive right now. Gas, food, you name it. You're spending more, you're making the same or less money. So, what do you do? You rack up credit card debt, that's what you do. It's not your fault, it's the economy. And guess what? 
If you rack up too much credit card debt like some of us, you can't pay your bills. Then the credit card companies, as nice as they are, start hounding you for money. Then you start your downward spiral. A smart thing for you to do is to call the Zero Debt. They can help you consolidate all your credit card bills into one affordable payment. Millions of people have done it. It works to make you debt-free. Make this free call right now. It costs you nothing to learn more. 800-620-4610. That's 800-620-4610. Hugh Hewitt here. It is critical. We keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinion. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. AM 1280, the 